Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Welcome back to the New Swingers Podcast. I'm John. And I'm June. And today we are talking about seven harmful and common myths about swinging, and we're going to debunk them. A lot of people, they just don't know what to think because they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of you know really common myths that people believe about uh, swinging that just aren't true. And it's one of the things that holds people back from trying it out, um, but it also keeps a, a, a really bad sort of narrative out in the world about it because people just don't know what they don't know. Yeah. So- we have, uh, there are many myths, actually, but we're going to address seven of them uh, that we've personally come to realize just sort of weren't so. Yeah. I mean, before we got into this, like, we would kind of laugh and somebody would, like, mention swingers and you're like, ooh, swingers. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, ooh, yeah, people, they all go have sex with each other, which they do. <laughs> but there's there's just, there's myths um, that, that if we debunk them, then we will be more able to not only enjoy it, but like it, people are more open to enjoying themselves um, and, and not judging things so harshly. Yeah. If we actually understand what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So June, would you like to read the first myth we're going to debunk today? Sure, baby. It says it's just a bunch of people having sex. Yeah. That's kind of what I remember thinking the first time we went. I was like, oh, my gosh, there's going to be people like fucking like everywhere in the lobby and. Oh, at the club. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. At the club. Like when we went for the first time, it was like I, you know, this is gonna, in my mind, it was like some dude's going to like lift this lady up and put her and put her over his back and take it, take her somewhere. <laughs> Neanderthal caveman style. Yeah. Take her back in the cave and bang her. <laughs> Well, the thing about it is, you know, the first myth is it's just a bunch of people having sex. Well, people do have sex, and it's really fun. And there's a lot of people who are really good at sex. <laughs> and uh, you realize that once you get in the lifestyle, like, wow, I didn't know that could be done. Or, or, wow, never thought of that. But it's not just a bunch of people having sex. Mm-hmm. We've made friends in the lifestyle we've never played with. Yeah. Um, who are great people. Like, they're, they're really, really good friendships uh, with really genuine people that we, we, gosh, we've known them, like, for a far less time than we've known other people for years. Yeah, we feel closer to these people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, haven't even played with them or done anything. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's not just a bunch of people having sex. That, the, people having sex, that's sort of like, 
some people are, you know, they want it spontaneously sometimes, but other times it's just a natural organic um, pathway that a friendship takes in a lifestyle. Yeah. After you get to know people and you just, you're just amazed at how amazing these people are and how just how much you enjoy being friends with them. And it's more like a natural progression mm-hmm. uh, rather than just a, hey, let's go do stuff. I mean, sometimes, you know, that happens too. Yeah. And sometimes that spontaneity can be fun. Mm-hmm. But it's not just a bunch of people having sex. It's way more way than more that. Way more than that. Definitely. Yeah. What's the second one? Um, it means I'm not enough for my spouse or partner. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not at all. So if you get into swinging, it must mean you're not enough for your spouse or partner. or Somebody's not getting fully satisfied. So mm-hmm. uh, you have to outsource you have to outsource some of these sexual services because <laughs> the person you're with isn't good enough. Is that true? No. Was that true for us? No, not at all. Our, I mean, we had a great sex life before we ever joined the lifestyle. Like, so To the tune of like averaging three or four times a week having sex over the past 16 to 18 years. Yeah. So like, no, our sex life was great even before we joined the lifestyle. So like, it's totally not the case. That that you're not enough for me or vice versa. Like, that's not the case at all. No. But it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, if you've listened to our previous episodes, we always, uh, a lot of times we equate it to uh, icing on a cake. Mm-hmm. And we didn't come up with that analogy. We heard, we heard some others say that. And it's true, though. Yeah. It, it's kind of like this, some, some extra sweetness that you put on the great thing already that just makes it even better. And yeah. so it, it actually doesn't come from a place of lack. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for us, at least. If it does, swinging might actually hurt your, may or may not hurt your relationship if you're in a place of lack and you're trying to make up for something somewhere. But yeah, for us, it was like, it makes it makes this already great thing even sweeter. Yeah. And uh, has it doesn't come <laughs> from a place of lack, though. It, it, it came out of a place of abundance. And people might think, well, well, if you're in a place of abundance, why would you, why would you want more, or why would you want to try other things? It's like, well, just because you're abundant doesn't mean there aren't other great, beautiful things out there. Yeah, definitely. So that's the second myth: is that it means that you know either you or your partner aren't sexually enough for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not always the case, and most of the people we meet, that is not the case with them. I, I can't believe how many, how many people we meet in the lifestyle who. They'll both admit to you, like, our sex life is fucking awesome. Yeah. And we've met so many just like us who they say, yeah, we came into the lifestyle and we weren't struggling. It was good already. Yeah. And, like, that's a common thing we've heard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So many people we've met have said that. Like, oh, no, this just spices it up a little bit more. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And it's weird because it's, like, so counterintuitive, but it's such a common thing. It's like, mm-hmm. what? Why do we not hear about stuff like this, like like in regular society? You know, I mean, swinging is kind of like a secret society. Uh, yeah, you know? it is. <laughs> and a lot of people want to be in it. A lot of people are in it, but you know, you just you don't. Most people don't broadcast it. But mm-hmm. uh, what's the third one here? Third myth about people believe about swinging that just aren't true. There are a bunch of weird people you should stay away from. <laughs> <laughs> there are a bunch of weird pervert people you should stay away from yeah you better stay away from them they'll have sex with you and give you mind-blowing orgasms uh. <laughs> you figure you know i always figure like if 
it's, if you want to have better sex, who better to get around than people who have lots of sex? Yeah. Like, you would do that with anything in life. Like, if you want to learn about dinosaurs, maybe go hang around some paleontologists. Mm-hmm. Go hang around, like, the local university, you know, and the library and the, the you know, the, the section about dinosaurs, a dinosaur museum. Yeah. It's weird how in life we, uh, how we, we want to enhance a certain area of our lives, but then we go to the wrong place. Yeah. Like, we were talking about this this morning, so I'll just say it. I was going to use it in another podcast episode, and I probably will, but, you know, we grew up with very religious upbringings, and I've always said, like, if you want to learn how to have great sex, why would you, why would you go to the church or a priest or a pastor for that kind of advice? Mm-hmm. Like, like, don't, like, if you want great sex advice, well, here's what I did. I didn't go to a preacher or a pastor to get great sex advice. I went to a porn star. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I had a call with him literally the other night. This mm-hmm. guy's been, this dude's been a porn star for like 23, 25 years. He's one of the biggest names in the industry. He and I talked for like an hour and a half. And I was having a conversation about some things I'm wondering and want to try. And the guy knows it all. He's been in the trenches for over two decades. Who better to ask than him? Yeah, like, who knows more about sex than a guy who's, like, fucked over 5,000 women? <laughs> like, that's called in the trenches. That's called, like, experience. In the lady gardens. In the lady gardens. <laughs> the trenches of the lady gardens. But but it's like, if you want great sex advice, well, this is what I did. I didn't, I didn't go to a preacher. I didn't go to a preacher. I went to a porn star. Mm-hmm. Because it just made fucking sense. No pun intended. And now John can make me come with his tongue and yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah, for over 15 years, I, I, I tried to figure out how to eat a lady out so I could try it on. We, we bought these online courses from like these ladies who were doctors in sexuality mm-hmm. and PhDs, and they're women themselves. Some were lesbians. And so, like, the really experience, none of, like, it was so confusing. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this before. He said, look, man, just do this, then this, then this, and don't stop until she's there. Like, yeah. do these three things and don't stop. Mm-hmm. And so I just did that. And I think the first time I ever ate you out, I got you there in like seven minutes. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. I couldn't believe it. Well, I couldn't either. I was like in shock. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. He just made me come. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, we kind of got to a point in our marriage where we kind of thought, well, maybe you, you just can't do that. Yeah. And it's like, no, <laughs> you, John, just weren't doing the right thing in the right place <laughs> in the right way. Guys, have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone, and it's common. The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle, and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. The fourth myth that people believe about swinging is that it's all about sex only. Mm. And we kind of hit on that already. 
a couple of these might overlap, but um, it's like any group of people. I think it's it's about way more than just set that sex. That's fun, but it's about relationships. Oh my about gosh, be, yeah. it's about being able to be transparently yourself, and that's okay. Yeah, that's what I love about the lifestyle and going to the club. It's like. I can go in an environment that I can be completely myself and I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get judged for it. Um, like the church, I mean, just saying like, yeah, they, Oh, love, love. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Fuck well, that. Until they, until they find out you're human like them and then they want to point out your flaws to deflect from their own. Judge, judge, judge is what they do. Not love, love, love. And I go to the club and I'm like, and I feel love there. Like I feel like I can be myself. Yeah. yeah. And, and some people might say, oh, that's because those people want to fuck you. Well, some of them, yeah. But a lot of them who are loving and accepting, they've never even made advances toward you or me. Yeah. It's just like it's a place where you can just kind of be yourself. And uh, it, it's kind of that way for everybody. That's the, the kind of the bar of expectation is like this is a place where you can just be you and it's okay. And I think that's something that so many of us, all of us somewhere – inside are deeply seeking in one way or another and it's just so damn hard to find that anywhere mm-hmm. in this divisive world but the the lifestyle I, I don't think i've ever been around a more accepting loving group of people in general oh yeah absolutely like, yeah and i i mean i'd i'd even go further with saying that like it's not about the only the sex i'd, I'd say it's really about the friendships that you make mm-hmm. from that you know like because like we have, like I said, we are like John said, we have friends that we've not ever played with, but we have there. We feel closer to them than friends we've known for years. Yeah. And I think it's just the ability to just be honest and transparent about mm-hmm. who we are, what we like, how we feel. And it, it it's an environment where that, again, that's safe to do. Yeah. So the next, next one is um, people don't care about each other. They just want to use each other for sex. Well, there is an element to that because we all have this thing called a sex drive. <laughs> and when I met June, my first thing was not, I'm so interested in her personality. <laughs> no, I wanted to have sex with her. And uh, yeah, we probably had sex, what, three, four, five thousand times over the past decade and a half plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We worked it out one time. I think I did it. I think I did it on the last podcast. We like calculated like three we or four times a week times 52 <laughs> we weeks a year times 15, 18 or whatever years. And we're like, oh, yeah, we've had lots of sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people Loving actually every do, minute of it. Yeah. And there's, there's, yeah. Yeah. Lover boy. <laughs> Loving every minute of it. Whoa. 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 Um, so there are people in every group who they don't care about people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not, it's not like, you know, there, there's no group of people out there that everyone's good. There are, there are snakes in every group of people. Oh yeah. Um, but in general, we're, we're finding this to be a great environment. Yeah. So the next, the next, um, myth right here. Um, people who are swingers have broken unhealthy relationships. Yeah, no, I, I, that's not the case. Not, not every time. No, I mean, mm-mm. I mean, we didn't No. A lot of our friends, they they aren't, they don't have unhealthy relationships. They're not broken. Yeah. If, we, we've even heard stories of 
now like no one ever really recommends to get into swinging if you're if your relationship is on the rocks already yeah but but we've heard stories of people uh, like who've written in and things like that to, like other podcasts we listen to who have literally said like yeah we were in a bad our relationship was in a bad spot and then we found your podcast uh this other podcast we listen to and then they're like thank you because you introduced us to swinging and it saved our marriage wow that's amazing and it's like wait what like <laughs> yeah and i'll tell you what probably happened in those cases they probably started communicating for the first time ever um <laughs> uh, yeah. on a very high level yes and uh they hadn't done so previously because i'll tell you what like nobody i don't think anyone stays in the swing of lifestyle without becoming an excellent fucking communicator. Yeah. Because most people aren't taught how to communicate. This The swing lifestyle, it forces you to have to communicate on a deeper, clearer level. Yeah. And so you become better at that. Like, if you, if you ever need to learn how to become a better communicator, even if you're not in the lifestyle, you need to find some swingers who have been doing it a while. Because <laughs> those people have fucking talked about everything, even the shit they... They didn't think they were supposed to talk about or didn't want to talk about. Yeah. But they found a way to do it. Like that, like communication experts. <laughs> well, and 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 that grows your relationship. Yeah. Being being able to communicate and figure things out and like it yeah, it totally like it strengthen it strengthens your relationship for yeah. sure. Yep. And then the next one here, the last one here we have. Uh, swingers are shallow people you could never connect with on a deeper level because they only want you for sex. Yeah, we've kind of, we've kind of touched on this already again. Mm -hmm. But there's this, this myth, this idea that like they're just these shallow, shallow people. Um, they're just, you know, they just want this and um, there's not going to be any more deeper connection and, you know, that's a theme we keep coming back to here is deeper connection. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's 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 one particular um, person who, you know, um, a lady who we actually have not played with um, at this point, who you've developed a, a great, wonderful um, friendship with. Absolutely. I mean, she doesn't even live in this state, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, in the messaging app, you guys are chatting back and forth pretty much multiple times daily because you click really well. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're sharing struggles of life. Things are going through, helping mm -hmm. each other, sending each other and in, in, like encouraging messages. And yeah. yeah. Or, or, oh, this is funny. We're both like coffee um, addicts. And so I sent her a funny little meme the other day. So it's, yeah, we encourage each other or send each other something that's funny or, Hey, does this look okay if I wear this to the club tonight? Or, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, she's become a really good friend. Yeah, and it's funny because whenever, uh, whenever I see June's phone go off, I, I see, I see it's this friend of hers. <laughs> I go, hey, June, your girlfriend's texting you again. <laughs> it's just kind of funny because, yeah, you know, as people who before we got in the lifestyle, we were just, it was just the two of us, mm -hmm. and now, now I'm, I'm like joking around, going, hey, your girlfriend's texting you, and it's just pretty funny. It's funny because I'm, like, I'm like, which one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I have like three really good friends. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that we play with. Well, two of them that I've that, that you played played with. with. But, but 
Yeah. So I'm always like, well, John, which which one? <laughs> it's funny because it sounds funny to us, but also she's being honest. Like, no, seriously, which one? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just. Uh, yeah, it's a fun thing. It's 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 different. So we're not going to drag this out too much. Uh, but here's the deal: these uh, are just a few myths that we know we personally believed about the swinging lifestyle before uh, we got into it, yeah. and and we were pretty much wrong for the most part, and we just didn't know what we didn't know. So we hope uh, addressing these myths have kind of helped you. Yeah. Um, if if something was holding you back, or maybe was serving as an obstacle in your mind. Um, hopefully these myths that we've debunked here today have helped you on your journey because that's our goal here is to not just share our journey, but to also help you in your lifestyle journey as well. Thanks for listening to the new swingers podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. And there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your questions so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners. Just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com.